Hey hockey fans, I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. We host the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. We're lifelong hockey fans who talk about the game and the lifestyle. Our guests include professional hockey players. My rookie party had to wear Speedo and then we had a checklist of stuff we had to do. Here we go, Gaber. What do you got to say? And it's kind of like, <laughs> you know better than that now, boys. I got dressed for the Bruins. You get a phone call. He's like, dude, we need you over here by the elevator. You got to get downstairs. You got to get dressed right now. I started playing the like, dun, 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 and I turned it around and it had the Olympic rings and said, we did it. NHL team hockey reporters. I actually took the Stanley Cup to this ice bar where they've got now girls around them and I've got a fur coat on. <laughs> I wonder who, who he shoot checked over here. <laughs> and then <laughs> I looked down at my favorite Hockey fans. The entire bar was lined with guys in Kings jerseys. We quickly realized, oh my gosh, this is the dad's trip. And we bring unique hockey stories to light. Coming back to England, 24 rings in the entire country. That's where the problem starts with the sport of ice hockey here. Canadian Blind Hockey Association, those few kids we interviewed, their whole week is built around Sunday at the rink. They're just hockey players. We don't agree on everything. Pineapple goes on pizza. <gasps> no, it does not. <laughs> I think it does. Well, we do agree that there are many people and places that build the House of Hockey. New episodes every Tuesday. Come on in to the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sportsbook, but also America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It is easy to navigate, has plenty of instructions for new bettors, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100,000 in site credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team that is still in contention, bet $1, and if that team wins, you could win $100,000 in site credits. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all week long. DraftKings is safe secure and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience download the top rated DraftKings sportsbook app now and use the promo code thpn when you sign up to turn one dollar into a hundred thousand dollars in free credits bet on the basketball team of your choice to win on their next game and if they win you can claim one hundred thousand dollars in free credits that's promo code thpn for a limited time only at DraftKings. must be 21 or older new customers only Wager paid in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. episode 58 of season two of the king's den as always presented by the hockey podcast network as always i'm your host jordy cunningham once again thank you very much for joining us for this episode of the king's den we're recording this a little early in the week it's a bit of a strange week up here because as you guys know i'm in vancouver i'm in canada thursday is canada day it's a day off 
and it's the rest. I have the rest of the week off as well, so I'm recording early this week. This is Monday night as we are recording this. Actually, sorry, Tuesday night as we are recording this. Game one of the Stanley Cup final was Monday night. We'll get to that in a second. But I want to talk about something before. Actually, I want to talk about a few things, first of all. Because today was a big day. But before even that, and before the Cup final, I want to talk about uh, Gary Bettman, the commissioner of the NHL, and his State of the Union yesterday, his annual State of the Union yesterday. And obviously, he addressed many things. But he addressed the Chicago Blackhawks, obviously a very horrible, very serious situation. Uh, independent investigator, investigator is involved in it now as there are sexual assault allegations with a former assistant coach or video coach, sorry, from 11 years ago. Just a horrible situation. So let's hope that the right, the right outcome comes from it because it's obviously a very horrible situation. It's nice to see players and some staff speaking out about it and so much so that it's being investigated now. So hopefully something comes from that because, again, just a horrible situation from the Chicago Blackhawks side of things from a while, from, again, 11 years ago, just coming out now. So uh, Gary Bettman addressed that. Obviously, horrible situation. He said it is being investigated, and there's not much more he can say until that, until more comes out of it, obviously, until the investigation is complete. But there's a couple other things that he talked about as well that are also very important. One, he talked about the officiating, officiating and they actually defended his uh the officials and the officiating has not been the mo- not been the best in the playoffs let's see let's to say the least and some of the officiating talk i don't think was that he didn't do that well because he talked about how it's how regular season and playoff hockey is different and it is that's true but shouldn't you want the same officiating for both and there has been times where the ref the refing the officiating just hasn't been that good these playoffs. It just, it is what it is. That's the truth. It is what it is. I mean, it just hasn't been the best these playoffs. It's been inconsistent, these playoffs. Very inconsistent. So he got asked about that, and he defended his, uh, his officiating staff quite thoroughly. I know uh, Bill Daly was, was at this press conference as... Well, and he talked about the, uh, the salary cap, which I'll get to in a second. But this is kind of the concerning one that he talked about. Is He got asked about the Olympics. And I know it's a very complex situation right now because COVID is still a thing. Yes, it's not, much, it's not around that much anymore, but it still is around. And he got asked about the Olympics. And uh, it doesn't sound like a guarantee that the NHL is going to the Olympics next year. But here's the thing. Think about this for the timeline. The NHL wants to make their schedule for next season, right? They're just finalizing it. The question was, is there a two-week break for the Olympics? And Gary Bettman said, we haven't done that yet. And now think about the timeline of this because of what COVID has done. The IOC, the Olympic Committee, International Olympic Committee, if the world was regular, if the world was normal, the Summer Olympics in Tokyo would have happened last summer instead because of covid they're happening this summer and there's still a lot of concerns with those olympics even going on there's still a lot of concerns 
with it because of COVID and such. But it's still going on. It's go- happening in a few weeks, if I believe. There's been a bunch of Olympic qualifying for events going on. It's happening soon. It's happening very soon. So, just look at that for a second. The IOC, who I know isn't the most popular sometimes, and them and the NHL don't really see eye to eye sometimes. They've had a deal with getting the Olympics going a year late, the Summer Olympics. And now, it is... It's almost July. It is eight months until... It's July when you're listening to this. It is eight months until the Winter Olympics. The Summer Olympics haven't even ha- happened yet. I mean, like, they want to figure it out, but at the same time, the IOC has a lot in their plate. And I like, I know the IOC isn't the best. I don't want to, def- like, I'm not defending anyone here. I'm just looking at both sides. And that's just the facts. The IOC, they've kind of been a little tied up. And same with the NHL. The NHL can say the same thing. They can say, hey, we've kind of been a little tied up trying to figure out how our seasons work as well. But Gary Bettman did say that he has, that they did, he did say that the they will go to, uh, that they will send the NHL players to the Olympics. So, my God, I hope it happens. The NHL players have to go to the Olympics. It makes just the Olympics so much better. Remember them in Sochi. Remember them in Vancouver, Salt Lake. It is so much better when the NHL players are at the Olympics. It honestly makes it a better tournament. Like, you want the best players in the world playing at the Olympics. The Olympics, you're supposed to have the best athletes in the world at the Olympics. So, you should send the NHL there. Take the two weeks off and send the NHL there. And I know there's a lot of politics involved. There's a lot of there's a lot of variables involved. But look at it for both sides. NHL has kind of been kind of been struggling with COVID, like figuring out the scheduling and stuff like that. And the IOC is as well. Because the Olympics are kind of a big deal. And they're about to have the Summer Olympics. And they got the Winter Olympics in eight months. I mean, they got quite a bit on their plate as well. They did. So that was it from Gary Bettman and the Olympics. And again, it doesn't sound 100% like they're going to the Olympics anymore. And that kind of scares me because NHL players should be going to the Olympics. And here's the other thing I want to talk about from the State of the Union. And here's the one thing that I don't think many people are really talking about from the State of the Union. And it was honestly one of the most interesting to me because I defended this so much last episode talking about the cup final between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Montreal Canadiens. They got asked, Gary Bettman and Bill Daly, about, I forget who asked it, but they got asked about uh, the Lightning playing, like, use, like using the rules to their advantage, finding the loophole in the rules and playing in the playoffs without the salary cap, like way over the salary cap. And Bill Daly and Gary Bettman straight up said, we have a good system. It's been in place since 05. There's been other teams like doing the same thing. So it's a they basically said it's a good system and yeah, they like they're not breaking rules. They defended the, their system and honestly on that one, good for them. Cause it doesn't need to be fixed. If you're complaining about the lightning breaking rules, get the hell out of here. Because every team does it. The Islanders do it. The Islanders have Johnny Boytruck on long-term IR. They're doing it. Every 
team does it. Just because the Lightning are doing it to such a, such a degree, like it's a bunch more money. They sat out a superstar for a whole year. And yes, he was hurt. And they kept the injury under wraps, probably towards the end of the season. But they sat out one of their superstars for the entire season. You cannot be mad at that. If you're mad at the Tampa Bay Lightning, you're wrong. I know I said I said that. And good on Bill Daly and Gary Batman. There's like I know Gary and Gary Batman. They're he, he's not the most popular commissioner in sports, but I wanted to say good on him for defending that because they realized that yeah they found a way around it. Good for them. That's basically what they said. And honestly, I love that. I love that because hey, they found a loophole. Good for them. They're using it to their advantage. They like the salary cap system that they brought in. They It works well. They said it's working well. They want to keep it in. It's going to stay in. And just they, they said, yeah, the Lightning found a loophole. They took advantage of it. And good for them for saying that. Honestly, really good for them for saying that. And they said it's not changing. They said it's not changing. So good for them to sticking to their guns with that. I really, really like that. I really like that. And now let's just talk about game one of the Stanley Cup final as the Tampa Bay Lightning won 5-1 in game one against the Montreal Canadiens down at Amelie Arena in Tampa, Florida. Again, big win. Like winning game one is always huge. It's tough, obviously, uh, to go on the road in game one. That's why I said that's one of the hardest trophies to win in sports for sure. And like I said, the Lightning win 5-1. And it was one of those things where... If you look at the, it from a scoring point, it was very similar similar to Game One between Montreal and Vegas, where Vegas won Game One four to one, and people kind of wrote the Canadians off, saying, "Oh, it's over, it's done. The Canadians don't have it anymore." And then look at what the Canadians did. Well, and then you then compare it to this game where the Lightning went five one. Well, actually, if you go back and look at the box scores and things from the difference in games. Montreal was right there all game one against Vegas. They were not there all game one against Tampa Bay. As Tampa Bay won this game pretty handily. Again, a 5-1 win. And it was a bigger... The win was more dominant than Vegas's 4-1 win in game one last round against Montreal. Tampa Bay outshot Montreal 27-19. How about the hits in this game? 58-57 to 57 hits. And both teams won 26 faceoffs. So it, it, even in a lot of regards. But again, the Lightning were just too much in game one. Eric Chernak opened the scoring just 6-19 in from Palat and Point. Yoni Gord scoring again in the second period. That made it 2-0 from Blake Coleman and Barkley Goudreau. Man, the Lightning just have so many good players. And it's not just like... Because over the salary cap. Their bottom six is good and it's cheap. And then look at what they go do in the third period. Kucherov, two goals and an assist. Assisting on a, a Stamkos power play goal. Which, that was the first power play goal the Montreal Canadiens have allowed in over 60 minutes. Over a full game. The first power play goal they allowed. So, the Montreal, or the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Montreal Canadiens in game one. By the score of 5-1. to one. Game 2 will have already happened by the time you hear this. 
Uh, but we will talk about that in a coming episode on the Kings. And it's a busy time right now. But once again, the Tampa Bay Lightning take game one by the score of 5-1 to one against the Montreal Canadiens. And with all that, that is it for episode 58 of season two of the Kings Den. As always, don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and review to not only the Kings Den, but to every podcast around the Hockey Podcast Network because everyone is just, again, killing it, doing so well. So go check out every podcast around the network and keep supporting them in the offseason as well because we're going to keep producing the content all offseason long. And also, shout out Isha and Dylan, the the founders of the Hockey Podcast Network, along with their podcast, as you know, Isha with uh, the Soda Pod and Dylan with the Stick Hungry Pod, the Wild Minnesota Wild and San Jose Sharks uh, podcast, respectively. They have started a quick five-minute YouTube show every day called Everyday Hockey, where they touch on a topic about like just something that they want to talk about in hockey. That's like the topic of the day sort of thing. So that's a quick video. Every day, just look it up on YouTube at the Hockey Podcast Network. And with that, don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet on YouTube as well. Just like I said, just search the Hockey Podcast Network on Facebook. Just search the Hockey Podcast Network or on Patreon for for just one dollar. You can find all of our exclusive bonus content and so much more. And of course, don't forget to follow the Kings Den on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet as well. And with all that being said. I hope you have a great week. Stay safe. Stay beat the heat because it's hot. Stay safe. Have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you on Monday from the 59th.